Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast. I love you, now go to sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin. The octopod was rushing through the ocean. Rushing, and everyone was excited. They had found something new. Something they had never seen before. Something truly unique. As the octopod was rushing, all the different aquanauts were doing different things to get ready. Except for Dashie. Dashie didn't have anything to do to get ready. She was just excited. This was a very special underwater tree. Something they had never seen before, but that showed up on their computers, and they wanted to go see. Dashi couldn't stay in her room. She was too excited. She was having too much fun. She couldn't stay on a in the HQ because she was causing too much trouble while other people were trying to work. So she went down to the bay where Tweak was. Tweak was working on a special horse car. It was a horse that had wheels. It was kind of a toy and a hobby that Tweak was working on. Dashi came down and said, Hey, Tweak, what you doing? Tweak said, Just getting my horse car all finished up. Dashie said, wow, it's so pretty and pink, and I love the white wheels with pink rims. Tweak said, thanks, it's not ready to ride just yet, but it will be, and when it's done, I'll give you a turn. Dashie said, I want to ride on it now. Tweak said, not yet, if you get on it, it'll probably break, so don't get on it, please. Tweak said, it won't break, just let me try. Tweak said, please don't get on the horse, it will break if you get on it, and you might get hurt. Dashie said, no, I'm just going to try it real quick. Watch. Dashie got up on the horse car. Tweak said, Dashie, please get down. Dashie said, look, look. See, it works. It works. No, Dashie, please get off the horse. No, no, it's okay. Look, look, look. Dashie started riding back and forth on the horse, and almost immediately, before she even went anywhere, the horse's legs cracked and broke. Tweak said, no, Dashie, that was my horse. It took so long to make that. Dashie got off the horse and said, I'm sorry, Tweak. Captain Barnacle came in and said, Dashie, how come you didn't listen to Tweak? She told you again and again to please get off the horse. Dashie said, I don't know. I was just having so much fun. I didn't want to listen. Captain Barnacle said, Dashie, you need to listen. Sometimes you need to listen just because someone asks you to do something. But other times you need to listen because it's not safe. You didn't get hurt on that horse, but what if his legs broke and you fell? You could have been hurt. Tweak said, yeah, Dashie. Dashie said, ugh, I'm sorry. I won't do it again. Sorry, Tweak. Tweak said, it's okay. Captain Barnacles left, went to HQ. Dashie started to help Tweak put together the horse again when the octo alert went off. Whoop, 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 whoop. Dashie and Tweak jumped in the tunnel and went up to HQ. All the other octonauts were there. Inkling, Shellington, the Vegimals, Tweak, Dashie, Peso, Quasi, and Captain Barnacle. Captain Barnacle said, Octonauts, we're nearly there. This is a very exciting new discovery we are all experiencing together. Now I need to lay down some ground rules. We don't quite know what this tree is. It's unlike anything we've ever seen before which means we must be cautious, because it might be dangerous. When we get there, do not approach the tree. 
Keep your distance. Observe the area around it. We will approach the tree when we know it's safe. Everybody said, Aye, aye, Captain. The octopod came to a stop. All the octonauts went out of the octopod in their swimsuits, or their, not swimsuits, their uh, swim helmets, and swam to the tree. This tree really was unique. It wasn't just any tree. It was like a jelly tree. It's like its branches were made of jellyfish. They glowed. They sparkled. But the strangest thing about this tree was it was in a bubble. A big bubble. A big bubble under the ocean full of air. The aquanauts walked slowly into the bubble, and as they left the, the, the water behind them and stepped into the bubble, it was like they were stepping on dry ground. They all went in. They all kept their helmets on because they didn't know if they could breathe the air in there or not. Shellington said, give me a moment to test the air. Let me know, and that way we'll know if we can breathe or not. But Dashie didn't wait. She took off her helmet, and they all said, no, Dashie, wait. But Dashie was fine. She said, see, I'm fine. I took off my helmet and I could breathe just fine. The air's okay. Shellington said, Dashy, you could have been hurt very bad. We don't know if this air was safe to breathe or not. I'm glad you're okay now, but you need to let me help you in the future. You need to listen to what I say. Dashy said, Ugh, fine. Next time I'll listen. Captain Barnacle said, Everybody spread out. Remember, keep your distance from the tree. We're not quite sure what to make of it yet. The tree was beautiful. It almost looked like it was made out of jello, but glowing jello. Light seemed to travel through and around it, and it changed colors. It was like a weeping willow, but each of the drooping branches was a long, tentacle-like tendril. They slowly swayed back and forth as if there was a breeze, but there was no wind. It was so pretty. Dashie took out her camera and started taking some pictures from a distance. She looked at him and said, Oh, it's so amazing. I wish I could get a little bit closer. She knew she wasn't supposed to go next to the tree, but she looked around. She saw that the other aquanauts were beginning to take soil samples and rock samples. They were documenting various thises and thats. She looked again. No one was really watching her. She'd probably go near the tree just a little bit, right? It's okay, she thought to herself. She thought, I'm just going to go up real quick and get a picture up close. Then I'll go back. I know they told me not to do it, but I can do it. I'll be safe. Dashie snuck towards the tree with her camera. She took pictures. She could see inside the tree trunk, little tiny things like bubbles traveling up and down. I wonder if there's little tiny creatures in there, she wondered. She took more pictures. Ching, ching, ching. She wasn't watching, though. While she was taking pictures, the glowing tendrils that hung from the trees crept down and down and down. They started to slowly come in behind her while she wasn't watching. She took more pictures. Ching, 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 ching. The tendrils came down close. Dashie took her last picture and said, All right, I better get back before anybody sees me too close to the tree. Then when she turned around, her path was blocked. The glowing, beautiful tendrils were right in her way. She thought, what's this? These weren't here a second ago. She tried to move past them, but every time she touched one, it went, <coughs> she went, ow, ow. 
Each time it touched her, she got a little tiny red bump on her skin from where she got stung. Another one stung her. Ow! Ow! She couldn't get past them at all. And the worst part was, is they started to push on her. They started to push her towards the tree trunk. She went, ow! New red bumps formed all over her skin. It was ouchy. She looked at the trunk, and then all of a sudden, the trunk had a mouth. The mouth opened really big, and it had sharp teeth. Dashi said, oh no, this isn't a tree. It's a monster, and it's trying to eat me. She said, help, help. The first one to notice that Dashi was in trouble was Tweak. Tweak saw her and said, Captain, Dashi's in trouble. All the Aquanauts ran up to the tree to try to get to Dashi. But every time they got close, the sparkly branches would zap them. No one could get close to Dashi. And she was getting closer to the mouth of the tree. Quasi thought, I'll save you, Dashi. He pulled out his pirate swords. He started swinging and fighting the branches, going, hiya, hiya. And he was playing swords with the branches. He cut some of them off, but when he cut them off, they grew right back, really, really fast. Before he knew it, the branches grabbed his sword and pulled his sword out of his hands, high up into the trees. Quasi had lost his sword, and Dashi was getting closer to the mouth. Captain Barnacle was strong. He said, Dashi, hold on. He grabbed a bunch of the branches, and they stung him, and he went, Ah! And then he said, Polar bear strength! He pulled the branches away from Dashi as hard as he could, and as they hurt him, he still tried to pull them as best as he could. But they were too strong, and the zapping got even stronger. The branches went, <laughs> Polar bear strength wasn't enough, and Captain Barnacles fell away. The branches kept <laughs> to Dashi, and she was getting closer to the mouth, which got even bigger. Dashi said, help, help. Tweak ran back. She said, I have an idea. She ran back to the, uh, to the octopod. Meanwhile, Shellington was on the gup, the land gup. And the land gup was big and strong. It had big wheels and it was a big machine. He said, look out, octonauts. I'm going to try and push over the tree. He pushed the car into the tree and the tree went, but the gup was not strong enough to push over the tree. Shellington tried to push it as best as he could. Then all of a sudden, all the branches lifted up the gup and threw it to the side. Shellington was almost crushed, but he got out just in time. Dashie was getting really scared. She was almost inside the mouth of the tree. She thought, why didn't I listen? Why don't I just listen when they tell me to do things? I should have listened and been obedient. She screamed, help, help. But she was worried. No one could help her. The Aquanauts couldn't get to her. No one could help her. They tried. They said stay away from the tree. But they couldn't save her. Dashi thought, this is it. I'm not going to get out. And then, in that moment when she thought it, a huge beam of light came from the top of the bubble. From the top of the bubble broke through the most beautiful unicorn. It was Astro, the unicorn. Astro came down in a blaze of fire and glory, her pink and purple mane glistening. With a few swoops of her horn, she shot the most glorious rainbow beam from her head. The beam went straight to the tree. The tree was hit. Almost immediately, the tree shuddered 
and started to shiver, and its beautiful translucent skin and glowing tendrils started to shrink and shrivel and turn dark, until finally the tree shriveled and blew away like dust. Dashi stood there in the center of the tree that was now dead, and she was happy, but she was also nervous. Astro, her friend, had come to save her, but she had almost been eaten. She fell to the ground, and she started to cry, and she hurt because all the bumps on her skin from where she got stung. All her friends ran up to her. Peso said, Oh no, Dashi, let me help you. And he bandaged all her little bumps. Dashi said, Captain, I'm so sorry. I didn't listen. Captain Barnacle said, Dashi, you're safe. And we're so glad you're safe. Dashi said, Astro, thank you for coming to rescue me. How did you know I was in trouble? Astro said, I got a call from Tweak, and I came here as fast as I could. Tweak stepped out from behind Astro. Dashi said, thank you so much, Tweak, for being my friend. There was a big group hug as all the Aquanauts came together. And Astro, too. They had almost lost Dashi, but she had gotten, they had gotten her back. Dashi said, I promise I'm always going to listen to you guys. Astro said, it's always good to listen to your friends. Sometimes we have to make choices, but when people tell us to do things that are good for us, we need to listen, especially our mommies and our daddies, because sometimes they know what's going on when we don't know. They all went back to the octopod. They ate lots of fish biscuits, and they celebrated surviving the tree. Astro said, I've seen that kind of tree before. It's beautiful, but it's a trap. It's really a monster looking to eat unsuspecting victims. Captain Barnacle said, Shellington, put it in your book. Next time we run across a tree like that, we'll mark its location and let everyone know that it's a danger to stay away from. Dashi said, yeah, and hopefully when you tell them, they listen because they need to. The End Hi, I'm Ryan McAdam, and you're listening to the Bedtime Story Podcast, I Love You, Now Go to Sleep. These are bedtime stories I tell my kids, usually made up on the fly, so yeah, they can be structurally kind of rough. The stories are about the adventures of a magical pink winged unicorn named Astro, who was made up by my daughter. To be fair, Astro's not always in the stories. Many of these adventures feature just my kids' favorite cartoon characters from whatever cartoon they are watching at the moment, but Astro was the genesis for these bedtime stories and this podcast. I record these stories on my phone in my kids' room, and it's common to have my daughters interject during the story to make sure the plot is going in their approved direction. Sometimes the stories are long and sometimes short. Sometimes I get really into the stories, and sometimes it's just been a long day. Sometimes these stories get rowdy, and sometimes these stories can even be a bit scary. Though I do my best to keep things on the up and up with my five-year-old and her younger sisters. I hope you enjoy them. We have fun making them, usually. If you like the podcast, be sure to give it a rating wherever you're listening. And with that, let's begin.